The word peace is very important as it comes from both Greek and Hebrew word. This word peace in the Bible, Greek Bible, is the word irene. E-I-R-E-N-E, irene. And in Hebrew, it means shalom. And in both contexts, represents the following meanings. Number one, it means comfort. This word also means the end of hostilities. The end of hostilities or conflict or activities which were happening that we are not stopping around you. So the end of them is the word peace. It also means calmness. As in when there was a storm of water. Now the storm has stopped. That stopping is peace. So the word peace means the end of hostilities, calmness, comfort. It also means harmony. Now, if you see people all over the world, their biggest problem is either they're passing through something, and this thing, the hostility that may be there, could be in their house, and this could be with their children, or could be with their fellow family members. This could also be in the form of sickness. So you are not well and you are not at peace. And this could also come from the same root of not being at peace because financially you're not okay. And you have a lot of things to settle. So the word peace is the most important thing in somebody's life. Somebody say peace. peace. Say it again. Say louder. Say peace. peace. Speak it again. Say peace. peace. Now in the book of Exodus 14 from verse 13, the Bible reads, and I want us to see this. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still. The word still there is the word come. Is the word peace. Let's check another version. Let's just check in NIV. What does the word still there? Do not be afraid. In other words, the opposite of the word peace is the word what? 
panic, fear. Tell the neighbor next to you, say peace. Have you noticed this? The entry point of all angels in the Bible was the word peace. Whenever an angel comes, before he says anything, he says, peace, be still. To the neighbor next to you, peace is very important. To them again, say peace is very important. I can't hear you. Tell the neighbor again properly. Say, peace, peace. is very important. Very One time I was sharing somewhere. Do you know a tortoise? A tortoise has a lifespan up to 300, 400 years. A tortoise can live to 400 years because a tortoise Fights with nobody. If you touch a tortoise, it will just go inside. A lion. The lifespan of a lion is 15 to 25 years. And that lion has lived so long because a lion is never at peace. If a lion is moving in the bush, and the tree has fallen somewhere. Once he hears a noise, pow! <laughs> what is wrong? So much anger. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, peace is very important. <laughs> if there is a thing the devil has stolen from many people, is what? <laughs> so they'll be in church, speaking in tongues. Praying in tongues, but they have no what? Peace. So the devil knows how to take it away. It's either he'll bring deaths around you and you are not at peace. And yet it's the element which actually Jesus Christ came to bring. He said he is coming and he shall be called what? Prince of Peace. There must be peace in your life today. May your problem, whatsoever is causing issues around you to lack peace, I prophesy peace. And the peace means what? The end of hostilities. Whatever is happening around you, it will end today. You will receive the peace of God. Tell your neighbor, receive the peace. Receive the peace. My God. There are three types of peace. Tell your neighbor, there are three types of peace. <laughs> Number one, it is known as the peace of God. Say the peace of God. Peace of God. Are you following? All right. What do we mean when we speak of the peace of God? I want you to take your Bibles 
into Colossians 3 verse 15. This peace of God or the peace of Christ and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. <laughs> to which also you are called in one body and be thankful. This peace of God, it is also known as peace within. When you have this peace, it stays within you. It is what makes you, no matter what you're passing through, to become. And many people, normally, do not have it. This is the peace of God that rules. The only type of peace that rules is the peace of God. It is when you are facing something that you are not supposed to become. The moment this peace of God comes upon you, it doesn't matter how many Egyptians are coming after you. It doesn't matter what type of sea is ahead of you. You receive the peace of God. You are not intimidated. You are not scared. You are not afraid. It rules you. That's where the Bible says, may this peace rule over your hearts. Because it is the one that takes over your heart. If you are passing through something right now, and you are afraid, you are panicking, you are scared, you have got questions, all you need is the peace of God, or the peace within. This is the peace that rules you. It takes charge. So when, when, when Moses said, be still, be at peace and know I am the Lord. He was talking of this peace. It is the peace that takes over you amidst calamity. Some of us, if we never had this peace, we would be under depression by now. We have gone through anything. We have gone through almost everything. But we are never, not even a single day, we are never thinking, what's going to happen to me? We are never thinking. So what will happen? Oh my God. Oh, I need depression pills. I'm depressed. Because we have the peace of God. It is ruling over us. It is ruling our emotions. It is ruling our fears. It is ruling our doubts. The peace of God. May you receive this peace. Tell the neighbor next to me, the peace of God be upon you. And rule over you. And guess what the Bible says? It says, it is this peace. We were all of us. We were also called unto that peace. Go back to the scripture. It says what? It says, this peace. Now read together. One, two, three, go read. That's not reading together. I want you to read together. One, two, three, go read. The peace of God rule in your hearts to which you also you were called in one body and be thankful again 
rule your heart, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. You were what? You were called. In you were called. You were called unto this peace. Ever heard someone saying they were drinking alcohol because they needed peace? They don't have this peace. Ever heard someone saying they were smoking because they needed some peace? Oh, I was depressing. I was passing through something and I wanted to smoke. Or oh, I was drinking because I was thinking so much. You do not have the peace of God. And guess what? You cannot rule what you're facing. When the peace of God is upon you, it rules you. It rules your emotions. My goodness, am I talking to somebody here? Ever heard someone saying, I don't know what to do. I have no peace at all. I have no, it is the peace of God or it is the peace within. It stays in you. It comes and lives in you. It takes over you. It dominates you. Say the peace of God. Speak louder. Say the peace of God. That's the first type of peace. So word shalom, the end of hostilities. If there were so many hostilities within you, if there were so many things happening around you, if there were storms happening around you, they come down. Hostilities, the end, just like that, the peace of God. In NIV, the peace of Christ. It says what? Let's just see there. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. This peace rules you. Where did we see it? Imagine Jesus, the Son of God, who owns the whole heaven battalion. Did you hear me? The whole what? The whole heaven battalion. All angels submit to Jesus. And the people were coming to do like this on his head. And he was just looking at them. So peaceful. Did you hear that? People were doing what? Poking him like that. With, with, with his swords. Human swords. Nailing him. And he was at peace. The peace of Christ. Killed. Goes in the grave and resurrects. If it was some of you, you had a pistol with you. Just a pistol. Not the whole heaven battalion. Just a knife. And someone comes and poke you like that. <laughs> Tell that neighbor, say the peace of God. The peace within. Be upon you. Now prophesy to them now. Say, may this peace be within you. Are they following? What does this peace do? One, it rules over you. Tell your neighbor, it rules over you. Number two, Philippians 4 verse 7. Powerful. <laughs> and the peace of God, hey, hey, somebody said the peace of God. 
which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, number two, this peace of God, apart from having the ability to rule, it also guard. It guard your heart. If you were planning something, or if you were about to do something, this peace will guard you. Ever heard someone saying, I'm heartbroken? Ever heard that? Now I'm asking a question. Ever heard someone say they're heartbroken? And they'll be saying, I'm scared now to be in another relationship. I don't want to be heartbroken. You're already broken. Shut up. <laughs> how, how would you... How do you say you don't want to be broken? You are scared because you are broken before. And you are scared to go into another relationship because you are scared of... It's already broken. So in the first place, anyone else who has the peace of God will never have their hearts broken. Never. You will never have your heart broken because the peace of God will rule over you. The peace of God will take over you. Do you know one of the reasons Jesus Christ came on earth? The Bible says what? To bind the broken what? That's what he came for. To bind the broken hearted. So how do we have heartbreaks in church? You there, right? How, how do we have heartbreaks? And you fear God. And you say you fear God. The Bible said the reason why he came was to heal the brokenhearted. If you are passing through right now a worse moment in your relationship, may the peace of God take over you now. Say the peace of God. No matter what you're facing, it calms you down. It ends hostilities around you. It heals you. It guards you. Protects you. May this peace be with you in the name of Jesus. Number two. It is what is known as peace with others. Say peace with others. Speak louder. Peace with others. Ephesians 2.16. Let's read the New Living Translation as well. New Living Translation. Ephesians 2.16. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross. And our hostility towards each other was put to death. Our hostility toward each other was put to death. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross. And our hostility toward each other was put to death. In NIV, the Bible here reads, it says, 
and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their what? Hostility. So if this is peace with what? One another. It's a second type of peace. So Jesus went on the cross. The reason why he went on the cross, the Bible says he was reconciling men and ending their hostility. So if people are fighting, he died so that their fighting can stop. Do you know one thing? Herod and Pontius Pilate, according to the Bible, they were not talking to each other. They were enemies. Because Pontius Pilate was from Rome. And he invaded Israel and he was a governor by force. And Herod was the king in Israel. So what happened? It was the death of Jesus for the first time. For the first time, Pontius Pilate said, I cannot do anything with you. Go to Herod. It was the first time that they began to refer matters to each other. The end of hostilities. When Herod received Jesus, he said, I have nothing against you. Go back. I refer you back to Pontius Pilate. The death of Jesus ended hostilities. It brought peace. So if anyone else is fighting you, if anyone else is against you, be at peace. But this peace, for it to end, you need to first of all have the first peace, which is peace within you. If there is peace within you, it will be very easy to end hostilities. Now let me give you a very good example. Are you here? Are you here? Am I talking to you? Yes. Tell the neighbor next to you, say that this must be peace. So, we have people right now who there's no peace in the family. Your sister against your sister. Your brother against your brother. And in sometimes, someone is against you. So how do you deal with that? At every moment, let's go to Romans 12, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 18. The Bible says what? If it is possible, as much as depends on you. It says it depends on you. Live peaceably with all men. Peace with all men. Whether they are fighting you or not, but have peace with them. Peace with others. Now, let's go to the scripture again. I want you to go there. I want you to read the scripture in King James' vision. It says what? If it is possible as much as lies in you. It says it's a matter that stays in you. Did you hear that? Be at peace with all people. Do you understand this? Yes. Tell the neighbor next to you. Say this, pro this message is your, your message. 
tell them again, this is your message. You know, such messages, people, they'll be like, what is he talking about? I want a message where he can say receive a house. The reason why people fail church, people fail ministry, is this issue of peace. Because someone commented against them. Like, I don't like that woman. I don't like that girl. I don't like that pastor. I don't like that leader. I don't like that evangelist. Ministry fail because people do not have peace with each other. Tell your neighbor next to you, receive the peace of God. The Bible says, if possible, be at peace with all men. Do you know why? Because the moment you are at peace with all men, there is a ruling inside of you. There is a God inside of you. Don't be like a lion. You are too young to die so soon. Say peace with others. Now, I have people in this room and others watching me now. You have issues with the people. Go and make peace. What have I said? No, no, no. You didn't hear me. What have I said? You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. Go and do what? Now, I want you to see this. How many here sometimes they do give in church? How many here they do give in church sometimes? How many here they do give in church sometimes? Just want to see your hand up. And we have people watching us who also do give in their church. Now, I want you to see this statement. The Bible says if you bring your offering in the church and you, you have not settled issues out, the Bible says it's useless. That's why some of us, when the people fight us, we make sure we are at peace with them. So that even when we give, it must be meaningful. In Matthew 5, let's go, Matthew chapter 5. Now, see here. In Matthew chapter 5, from verse 23, the Bible says what? Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, which is church, and there remembers that thy brother has ought against thee, in NIV, go in NIV for everyone to understand. Go back to verse 23. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you. In verse 24, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. So we have people who give and wonder why their giving is useless. Because you are giving where you have not reconciled with your brother or your sister. So the Bible says, if possible, be at peace with all men. Come on, prophesy to the neighbor next to you. Come on, just touch their hand and say, receive the peace of God. And be at peace with all men. Be at peace with all people. Have you noticed that? If there is a thing the devil is stealing from men and women is what? People are not having peace. If you are at peace, like the way he is like this, the devil come 
to start poking you. Just to make, <laughs> just to make sure you have no peace. Be at peace with all men. The Bible says as much possible as you can. If possible, make sure you are at peace with all men. The Bible says if possible. Because the Bible knows the power of peace. Tell your neighbor, know the power of peace. Number three. The last one. Peace with God. Say peace with God. You can be at peace with all people and not have peace with God. And many people right now, they don't have peace with God. As I'm talking now, they're thinking, oh, I did that yesterday. Things are not okay with God right now. <laughs> they do not have what? Peace with God. You can have peace within. You can have peace with others, but you also need to have peace with God. Tell the neighbor next to you, peace with God. Say louder. Say peace with God. Ask them, do you have peace with God? What are they saying? What are they saying? They say they don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Second Corinthians five eighteen. All this is from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. Reconciliation. Tell your neighbor, have peace with God. Have peace. Now, what is he saying there? He's not saying that he's going to make us to be at peace with him. He says that he already did it. He already did it. It is not a future tense. Neither the present neither the past participle see the scripture there it says what all this is from god who reconciled reconciled is a past tense there is already peace between you and him so if there is something wrong you have done just go to him in confidence and make peace and he said god forgive me and pray that he must change your life. Now look at your neighbor next to you. Say, do you have the peace of God? Do you have peace with others? Do you have peace with God? What are they saying? Do they have peace within them? You ask, they'll be like, ah. I have so many debts. I am not at peace, my father. And the psalm will be like, I am going through a lot. May the peace of God be in your hearts. 